Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's musicals, Tommy. Everything I know. We're going to talk about musicals. We're going to talk about things we learnt. We're going to talk about fun stuff like musicals. And stuff. I think I've covered it. <laughs> my name is Miranda Selwyn, and I'll be leading you through the episode today with my friendly co-hosts, Zancy Weber, Julie Eisentrager. Where is KB? I miss her. She's she's having family times. Oh, sounds awful. <laughs> I'm it sure her family delightful. does appreciates her time. Anyway, we have replaced her with a special guest today. <laughs> I'm not replaced permanently, just for today, just for now, to talk about one special show. It is Carly Skelton. Hi, hi, Carly. How are you? Brilliant, as always. What show have you brought to us today? Today we're going to be discussing Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Beautiful semicolon. No, yeah. full colon. Yeah. Semicolon. Semicolon. Oh. Semicolon. Oh. <laughs> it's disappointing. Grammar I, is hard. It's I fine. wanted a whole colon. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> weirdness aside, how are you going, It's the Carly? second record of the night, so <laughs> it's going to be like this, guys. Really, really, really good. I'm so stoked to be here and to talk about this amazing musical. We're going to talk about Beautiful in a few moments, but first we're going to talk about Beautiful Carly. Oh, my God. In our Getting to Know You quiz. I'm so glad you did that. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which musical character would other people compare you to? I've actually asked a few people because I, I enjoy someone who does their research. Yes, yes. So I've had a few people throw Mama Morton at me and I was like, yep, cool, cool, cool. Not even mad. Matron Mama Morton. Yes. And Nancy from Oliver was mentioned as well. Yeah, I can see that. And <laughs> Madame Tenardier. not very similar characters. No. Mama Morton and Nancy. No. Like, and so oh, because you're a badass, but you have a heart of gold. I'm like, oh, thanks, friend. Yeah, <laughs> that is sweet. And sorry, the third one was uh, Madame Tenardier. Sweet, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. we shan't talk to that yes. person anymore. Um, <laughs> sorry. So, uh, speaking <laughs> now from an aspirational perspective, uh, which musical character would you like other people to compare you to? Look, if they knew the true you, it's it's inside Carly. <laughs> it's a bit weird, but um, Mrs. Lovett. 
from Sweeney Todd. Oh my! Because like she's a woman who knows what she wants and she knows how to get it done. And what she wants is to feed people to other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, she <laughs> wants to make money. If you and, have goals, you know, go after them. Yeah. She wants to succeed. In feeding people to other people. And then, like, live on the seaside and have, like, a jolly retirement. Yes. Yes. Mostly And every now people. and then dispatch with one of their guests. Yeah, yeah. And feed them to their one other guests. One that doesn't I have, like, a big family I or don't anything. know that you're really seeing the character of what it is, Zane, um, but interesting to note about you, Carly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Never accept food from Carly. So are you scared now? It may be a friend of yours. Uh, <laughs> what is your dream role? Ah, it it's honestly it changes all the time, but at the moment I know it's the field. Uh, yeah, Persephone from Hades Town. Nice. Hey. I, yes. Oh man, I could rock the heck out of that role. Oh, You'd be so good, Persephone. Yeah, I don't like. I don't feel that I'm sexy enough, but like acting, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but I also, mean, yes. I mean, that's the thing. Persephone is such a broad character. Like, you can play her in so many different ways. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think you need to be, like, incredibly sexy. Like, you just need to be really personality. Stop just brushing over the fact that Carly Skelton is, in fact, well, that's not sexy. When, when, when. Sexy is a state of mind, Carly. Yeah, no, I think when, when Carly says that she's not sexy enough for the role, I think Carly is not imagining what sexiness in that role could be. True, 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 true. Mm. Well, you know, cast me and then we'll see. Please. I'm going to be Hades, well, so. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm we, working yes. on my lower register. We yeah. did already in our Hades hey, episode. Um, Commit to the rights. Uh, we're yeah. just waiting for somebody I'm on the with wait the rights too. to also commit to us having them. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is your favourite Sondheim show? Oh, Company, hands down. Company. Ooh, it's the best. Company's That's really working its way up the familiar. ranks. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It is. Into the Woods is no longer the clear winner. Wow. I've only ever done Pour one Sondheim show. That was was the, it Company? No, funny thing happened all the way to the forum. I love that show. Oh, but I hate telling people that I'm in it because it takes a month to say what show you're in. <laughs> what were a funny thing? Oh, I've <sighs> gone bored and yeah. walked away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your go-to shower song? It honestly depends what show I'm in at the moment. What show or, are you in at the moment? Uh, next to Normal. Yeah, lots so, of fun yes. shower tunes in that. Yeah, not really. Um, um, so, I mean, at the moment is, is I Dream to Dance from Next to Normal or I – been um, singing a lot of Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. They're an American blues soul group. Their music is so good. It's really good. I have to look that up. It's good for an alto yeah. to sing too. It's got a it's bit of guts. A bit of guts. Yeah, I like it. Uh, here we go. <clears throat> I'm so scared. We've had a few shocking answers to this question lately. So you all are going to hate me. I hope, <laughs> I hope that you're not going to devastate anyone at the table. You have to delete one musical from existence. What is it? Rocky Horror. Delete. Ooh. Movie, stage show, both. All of it. The oh, whole thing. It's the worst. <gasps> yeah, I know. I told you you were going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I accept that. Like it is, it's a weird musical. There's, there is a reason. My my mother played Frankenfurter oh, in her 20s and I've That's seen happening. the photos. Oh. So, yeah, absolutely not. 
Hmm. Yeah. We just we just need to erase <laughs> that. That's a thing. Huh. A I'll show you the photos. It's Maybe hilarious. just yeah. erase that production. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see those photos. <laughs> we'll just put them up on our Facebook, won't we? <laughs> yeah, that'll be just nice. Fake just put no. Oh, no. no. Why would you have a fake mustache? I. Oh, He's look. a crossdresser. Yeah. <laughs> You're Victor Victorian the wrong. <laughs> I know. Oh. It's very Shakespearean, you know. I'll dig out the photos and I'll I'll, I'll send them through to you guys. <laughs> wow. Sorry, mum. <laughs> We we won't post them on our social media. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I'll give you the password. Yeah, we'll it's look fine. forward to that. Okay. Well, that is the last question in the quiz. Congratulations, Carly! You've Yay. won. What I win? I brand a new slow clap car. from me. Oh, oh, <laughs> yay! I'm so blessed. Yeah, we're gonna go with Julie's because we can afford that. <laughs> okay. Well, let's um, have a rest. Good, I need it. Recuperate. It's the shock of losing one of the greats, uh, the Rocky Horror. Sorry. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about Carol King and Beautiful. Okay, so we are here to talk about Beautiful, the Carol King musical. It's a jukebox show, probably with Carol King music in it, I'm guessing. A little bit, yeah. Mostly, but also other songs. So, yeah, it is a jukebox musical. So, that basically means it's lots of other songs that have already been written. Um, The musical itself was written by Douglas McGrath. And interestingly, he also wrote Bullets Over Broadway and the movie Emma. the musical tells the story of the early life and career of Carol King using songs that she wrote with um, Jerry Goffin and other songs as well by like Barry Mann, Cynthia Weil and Phil Spector. So all of those um, of that time period and they all Which worked together. Which time period are we talking here? Um, so like 60s, 70s. Yes. And um, the music... The musical does feature a lot of other songs from 50s, 60s, 70s. So um, in one of the earlier songs, so it's the 1650 Broadway medley, there's lots of different songs that weren't written by those, but it's kind of um, songs that were popular at that time. It's a, Her influences. Yeah, yeah that Leon, kind of thing. Yeah. It fits in really well with the show. Um, so Beautiful premiered at the Curran Theatre in San Francisco in October 2013. Uh, it very quickly transferred to Broadway. Uh, it's at the Stephen Sondheim Theatre. Um, they transferred in January 2014. It's still there today. So it's still playing today. Um, the West End production started in 2015. US, The first US tour launched in September 2015 and there's a second US tour happening now as well. So that started in it September last year. Seems to be how it year. happens these days. Yeah, they like mm. go. Oh, that went well. Let's do it again. Just do more. Add more. Yes. Um, and the Australian tour was 2017. So it it um, started in Sydney and then moved to Melbourne, then came to Brisbane, and then it finished in Brisbane. Um, March 2015, it was announced that Sony Pictures would be bringing the musical to the big screen, which is very exciting. So Douglas McGrath, who wrote it, Mm. um, he is a screenwriter. So he's going to be adapting the book into a screenplay and stage producer Paul Blake is going to produce through Tom Hanks' company, Playtone. So haven't really heard anything about it lately, so I Mm. hope that that is still a thing that is happening. Yeah, it hasn't been given a release date or anything. Yeah, well, they haven't cast it, but I mean – 
I would love to cast it. I'd, I'd be really good at that. Um, <laughs> in 2014, Beautiful won three Drama Desk Awards, two Tonys and numerous Drama League and Outer Critics Circle nominations. So it um, did pretty well at the Tonys. Uh-huh. So Jessie Mueller, who was the original Carol on Broadway, she won Best Actress. She was amazing. So good. So very, very good. So that's a bit and of the history. what was the other Tony? Um, the other Tony was for sound best design. sound design. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sound design, very popular. Mm. Yeah. How does that sound? <laughs> Great. Yeah. Great. That's, that's how that sounds. <laughs> that's amazing. But it was up against a uh, good year that year because that was yeah. the year that we were at the Tonys. Oh, sp- mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. What, yeah. Julie? Uh, Jealous, I'll rub we? it in like don't you? So it Is was that up not against the Aladdin year. Aladdin, yeah, oh. after midnight yeah. and Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder. Yeah, oh. Oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so it's I still s- very exciting that she still would have given so. it to after midnight, but whatever. Well, yes, that's that is a story for another day, isn't it? <laughs> or several other days because we've already had that conversation. Or after midnight, reprise, <laughs> actual tears, guys. Um. Cool. Yeah, so that's that's Anything pretty else? much the history yeah, in a it. nutshell. Yeah. It? It's not a very old show, so it's only so like it hasn't been around as long. Carol King has. Yes. And this music oh. has, obviously. Well, she's not as old as Mozart. <laughs> not many people are, Julie, <laughs> as old as Mozart. Um, it's also a little bit dead, but that's okay. That's fine. What? This what? This is um, a jukebox show more in the sense of Jersey Boys than, say, very much so. A Mamma Mia, where Mamma mm. Mia has created a story and tried oh. to shoehorn the songs in. Yeah, it's, it's a biopic for the characters show. because it's a biopic show. Um, it's sort of the songs that appear are mostly appearing. Would you say in the context of um, them being like she's, written? And she's performed. telling the story chronologically, so like yeah. how everything is happening and. It's it's written in that way, I think, on it's purpose just, rather than Mamma Mia type yeah. nightmare. That's just show. why it works. Is, well, <laughs> the structure is the line that um, Jersey Boys treads is that in between of yes, some of them are some of the the music is included as a performance of the song because they were a group who performed songs, but some of the songs were included in a character development way. Well, with Beautiful, a lot of the songs were staged where you would see Carol and Jerry sitting at the piano and writing them and then halfway through it would transition and then the performers, like the Shirelles, would come on stage and then sing it as it was originally released back in the 70s. So it was done in a way where it was like a 50-50, this is how it was written and then this is the finished product. This is the performance. Yeah. But they weren't sort of trying to force this is what the song meant to the characters in the story. They did that a little bit because especially with Pleasant Valley Sunday, um, that was after Carol and Jerry um, had a little bit of a wedded issue. He issue. Yeah, so he cheated a little bit, just a little bit. And um, she was like, right, we're going to move out to the suburbs. So them transitioning from moving to the city to the suburbs, she sings Pleasant Valley Sunday. Mm. Um, so it's kind of what she was feeling um, at that time, but obviously it wasn't sung by or released by her. Right. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. And um, let's move on and talk about more about the story of Carol King. 
musical Julie, tell us about <laughs> the story of Carol King. Shall we? Yeah. Act one. Let's do it. It's a real story inspired no, by, based on. Ooh, yeah. Um, so we start with Carol King. Really? Is she in this? Barely. 1971. That was early. It's back in the day, wasn't it? So it starts with her singing So Far Away and it's a little snippet and it's like, here she is, welcome to Carnegie Hall. Boom, this is happening. Then oh. immediately flips back to 1958 in Brooklyn and a 16-year-old Carol tells her mother, Jeannie, she's going to Manhattan to try and sell a song to the music publisher, Donny Kirshner. Kirshner. <laughs> We're so good with names on this show. I know. Once more with confidence, Kirshner. 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 Sorry, Donny. <laughs> um, which like ballsy move at sixteen. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of sixteen. Sixteen-year-old like, Carl or seventeen, either one. Take it up with Wiki. <laughs> In the long tradition of mothers, drunk mothers. Regular mothers. Regular-ish. Jeannie is opposed to her daughter's wish and in the equally long tradition of teenagers not caring about their mother's opinion, Carol goes anyway. Um, at 1650 Broadway, she hears the 1650 Broadway melody. Oh, we uh, hear that makes sense now because looking at the titles of the tracks, I was like, why have they got a Broadway medley from 1650 when Broadway hadn't. It's the address of the recording yet. studio. Like the year 1650. <laughs> We're like, that is going to be songs some. These are older than I thought. There's tunes. a lot of harpsichord in this pop. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, she then sings one of her new songs, It Might Rain Until September, and Donnie says he will take it and hopes she has others. Oh, I'm so jealous. Anyway. At uh, Queen's College, Carol meets a handsome young lyricist named Jerry Goffin. It's Goffin. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they agree to collaborate musically and romantically, which in both oh, cases damn. turns out to be a fertile arrangement. <laughs> That's okay. interesting wording. I know. I'm gonna I need. Know. I'm gonna need. I'm gonna need a little, little less subtext from you, Julie. She's literally just stick to the script. I am, yeah, sticking to the script with no subtext. That I'm not <laughs> subtext by Calvin Klein. When they go to Donnie's to play the new song, Carol confesses to Jerry that she's pregnant. See, subtext. Jerry asks her to marry him, um, and it gives an extra depth of feeling when she sings their new song for Donnie, "Some Kind of Wonderful," which the Drifters then record. <laughs> the Drifters. Stole their love song. No, I think they sold it to them, so it's All like right, okay. dollar, dollar bills. Then, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that was the whole arrangement. <laughs> okay. They get an office at 1650, and while there, Carol meets a new lyricist, Cynthia. Wow. Who's <sighs> looking for a composer to work with. Jerry and Carol sing their new song, during which Barry Mann, the composer with the office next door, enters. Barry meets Cynthia, and they decide to collaborate. As they begin to work, sparks fly and Donnie tells them he needs a new song for the Shirelles. The couple complete the job. Winky face. No winky face necessary. It's written here. Is it? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) In Donnie's office the next morning, Carol and Jerry present Will You Still Love Me Tomorrow, which, by the way, I have sung at a wedding. 
and I think it's inappropriate. It's uh, a weird no, choice. No, oh, it's really? Inappropriate. Oh. I know it's inappropriate. Yikes. They're like, it's our song. Are they I'm still like, married? Yeah. Good. <laughs> I'm like, it's probably not the song you want for your song. Just rethink that, guys. Listen to the lyrics. Get back to me. <laughs> Cynthia and Barry perform He Sure Is The Boy I Love and Donnie picks Carol and Jerry's song for the Shirelles and it goes to number one. Yeah. Um, hence sparking a competition between the two couples. The two teams turn out an amazing parade of songs, like a seriously amazing parade of songs. <sighs> Which we'll get to later, I'm sure. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jerry and Carol are taping are at the taping of a TV special where their new song, One Fine Day, is being performed by the dazzling Janelle Woods. During a break, Jerry confesses to Carol that he is restless in their marriage. Oh, sorry, I feel sick even saying it. Yeah, it's the worst. It's nasty. He wants to sleep with Janelle and he doesn't want to lie about it. Carol is stunned and so and the song as the song begins she takes it over and sings it herself. That part a point in the show I'm never I never I poor oh. like your husband is just like I don't want to cheat on you. I want to be really upfront about it. This is the situation. Like she's heartbroken. Yeah. I'm going to cheat on you, but I'm going to tell you about it because yeah. I'm not a lying. I'm going to tell you so exactly so. who as well. Yeah. yeah. So it's that her, one there. Right there. That, Sing, one. That, that one. That singing one your singing song, your that, you song wrote. that you wrote. Yeah. 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 That one. She's got pretty face, hey? Well, yeah. <laughs> it's on. Yeah. Awful. End of act one. End of act one. Act two. Carol's in the recording studio. I'm sorry, pardon me, I have a question. Where is the entree? Where's the overture? Moving on. Well, <laughs> I'm reading is the overture. plot, so. <laughs> <Sure>. Good point. <laughs> Carol is in a recording studio doing a demo of Chains and Jerry is off with, oh, off with Janelle but tells her he will meet her later. No, oh, thanks. Nick, a guitarist, asks Carol to come and sing at the bitter end sometime, but she's like, nah, thanks. She's a songwriter, not a singer. Beg to differ. Lies. Change. <laughs> the thing with Jerry is getting her down, so she goes and talks to Cynthia, who's also having trouble with Barry, and they split up. Mm-hmm. Carol decides to tell Jerry she has to end, he has to end the affair with Janelle. As she leaves, Barry comes in. He and Cynthia make up and play their new song, Walking in the Rain. Jerry shows up, but he's not making sense. He eventually has a breakdown. Oh, yeah, that is also a chunky, like a clunky part Mm. of the show. Questions are to be had. Definitely. Yeah. At the hospital, he tells Carol he will end the affair with Janelle and that he wants to come home. See, she suggests they make a new start and move to the suburbs, which is, as you said before. Pleasant Valley Sunday. So gorgeous. So gorgeous. Barry, Cynthia and Dottie come to see the new house and Barry plays their new song, We Gotta Get Out of This Place. Depressed that he and Carol can't do as well, Jerry leaves in a funk for the city. Oh. Sounds like a Brenda can't when you say it like that, doesn't it? <laughs> in leaves a in a funk. <laughs> I just flips his hair, throws his bat and ball and goes home. <laughs> While he's gone, it comes out that Barry and Cynthia have seen him with another woman, a singer named Marilyn Wald. God. I know. He's the worst. Keep it in your pants. Carol goes to Marilyn's apartment and Jerry is there. It's the final straw and she ends their marriage at, oh, sorry, and she ends their marriage, full stop. 
At the bitter end where Barry and Cynthia hear their song Uptown, Carol explains she went to Los Angeles for a vacation and has started writing her own on her own. Nick, the guitarist from the studio who asked her to sing with his group, is playing there and urges her to sing. Guess what, guys? She does. She sings. And she was good. She sings her yeah. new song, mm-hmm. It's Too Late. She decides to move to Los Angeles. Oh, sorry. And she decides to move to Los Angeles. At 16.50, she says goodbye to Donnie, Barry and Cynthia and plays them a parting present. You've got a friend. Is this like, you got a friend in me? No, oh, no. Oh, no. Not Toy Story. You've got a friend. That one. In me. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Surprisingly. Disney nerds. It's not the song from Toy Story. No. Okay. Just, and there's, just had to check. <laughs> Surprisingly, there's no reference to her great friend James Taylor in the show who did backing vocals on Tapestry and had a huge hit with that song. Mm. Mm. What? In Los Angeles, she records her album Tapestry. The, so- the session goes well until the last song, which she's afraid to sing. It's a song she wrote with Jerry and she's afraid of the feelings it may stir up. Oh, no. Her producer, Lou uh, Adler. Oh, my God, like Grace Adler. <laughs> Just yeah. the same. <laughs> Persuades her. She sings uh, Natural Woman and the album is a smash. Carol is at Carnegie Hall for her concert. This is the concert we see at the beginning of the show. Oh, I see, yes. Full circle, kids. Before the show starts and Jerry knocks on her dressing room door, he has brought her a good luck present but has something even more valuable, an apology for all the ways he hurt her. With a heart, with a full heart, he wishes her well. Carol comes onto stage of Carnegie Hall alone. She sits at the piano, then with all the joy inside her, she sings, beautiful. Beautiful. Yay. Curtain call. I feel the earth uh, move uh, under my feet. <laughs> That's it. Songs That's so the catchy. story of Carol King yeah. in musical form. Cheers. Yay. It's got some characters. It's got some fun tunes. Let's talk about the fun tunes. Alrighty, so all of the songs you've heard before, even if you don't know their Carol King songs, you've heard them. Um, this is, as we said, a jukebox musical. Um, it's mostly her stuff, except for the stuff in that medley, which is uh, like little teeny tiny bits of about, would we say, one billion songs? I feel like there's like two words from each song and then it keeps but moving on. I also forget that that's not how the that songs song go. goes. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I hear poison, are they? Poison, are they? Take out the papers and the trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my yeah. head, that's how I think poison are they? It's the same show. Yeah. yeah, same song. It's all good. Um, so let's, let's. Talk through them. So far away is Carol King's opening number performed by her. As you said, this is a performance of the song in a performance context. Um, and we're going to swing back around to that context at the end of the show. So that's followed by um, O Carol, which is a Neil Sedaka number, which is not on the original Broadway cast album but does appear in the show. Uh, the 1650 Broadway medley that we were just talking about, followed by Carol King singing It Might As Well Rain Until September. Uh, this is, as you said, in the uh, synopsis, the one that she sings to convince the um, – 
producer Donnie. Donnie to, so it's like the first song that, that she, she sells. sells. Yeah. yeah. So it's the one that began it all. Uh, Bebopalula, a bit of an ensemble number. There aren't too many of those in the show, really. Um, but there it is. Also not on the original cast recording. Uh, some kind of wonderful Carol King, Jerry. And then taken on by the drifters. So this is one of those ones that starts out with them writing it, yeah. going into the performance, and then the going into the performance, starting their the, romance, the and people who made it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Happy days are here again, which is a really cute. Listen, uh, it's not the real lyrics of the song, yeah. and she plays that up in the um, trying to get a job. In the, <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> uh, take good care of my baby, Jerry and Carol, having a singer song, followed by Who Put the Bump. In the bump, she bump, she bump. Is that, that, yeah. is that the bump we're talking about? Yeah, that's yeah. the bump. Yeah. <laughs> uh, will you still love me tomorrow? Carol sings that one. And then Cynthia and Barry sing He's Sure the Boy I Love. Um, then we have a few performances by other groups who made songs big. Uh, will You Love Me Tomorrow again? Up on the Roof. And then on Broadway. It's a song. Better than that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like okay. that, but better. <laughs> All right. Um, followed by that big hit for Kylie Minogue, uh, The Locomotion. Uh, in <laughs> Originally by <laughs> Little Eva. Locomotion. Originally <laughs> covered by Little Eva um, and the ensemble in, in the show. Uh, but, of course, written by Carol King. For those of you who didn't know, um, that is not the magic wonder of Kylie. No. Um, no, she just stole it. She just made a crap load of money off it. Her magic and uh, wonder is golden hot, hot pants, pants, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she's given to the world. Yeah. In the early 2000s. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> You've lost that love feeling. I've just turned it into a country song by Dolly Parton, but it was actually sung by Barry and also the, the Righteous, Righteous Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> um, which brings us to One Fine Day, Janelle, backup singers and Carol in the show, taking us to Interval. Act two starts with Chains. Um, but where is the Entourage? Where is, is the Overture? <laughs> it's not here. Uh, Walking in the Rain, Barry and Cynthia, uh, Pleasant Valley Sunday, uh, Marilyn, Jerry and Ensemble. Ooh. Marilyn. Oh, yes. Ooh. So they sell that to her. She performs it and ironically – Full circle, she's the one that eventually ends their marriage. Ooh. That sucks, but it's also some excellent foreshadowing in the scripting there. Uh, we gotta get out of this place, sung by Barry. Uh, there's another reprise of Will You Love Me Tomorrow, sung by Carol. And then we get Uptown, sung by, according to this list, the Uptown singer and ensemble. Mm, big credit. Yeah. Huge credit. Whoa. Look, I'll um, take it. Yeah, yeah so would I, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. You've got a friend. No, different song. You've got a friend. Uh, <laughs> all our main players in on that one. And then we go back to that, um, the full circle concert performance at Carnegie Hall. You make me feel like a natural, natural. woman, uh, Carol King. 
followed by beautiful Carol King and company. And then she ends it off with, I feel the earth. It's like the curtain call song. It's the best. Because you can't end on the actual ending. But you can't not have that beautiful. as you feel. Yeah, yeah. You need if to you had to pick a favourite, what would it be? Oh, the beautiful. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, absolutely. No. That's my pick. You've got to get well. up and oh, the best. The best. I don't think it's my favourite though. Really? Well, what's your favourite? I actually really like the 1650 <laughs> Broadway medley. Yeah. None it of which were written happy. by Carol King. Cool, 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 cool. Sorry about um, it, Carol, but I I really appreciate the cute treatment that they gave Happy Days Are Here again. Aww. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's adorable. Yeah. Because it, particularly in a show where you expect to have heard the entire thing, yeah. um, it actually literally plays on these are not the lyrics that you were expecting to hear. That, yeah. They yeah. say that. And so you'd listen to it differently than the familiarity of everything else. Yeah. So it's not so much about nostalgia. It's about experiencing something new. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So I like that. Um it's a 12 piece orchestra keys, bass, drums, percussion, a uh, couple of reeds and horns. Uh and ideally the performer playing Carol King plays the piano live which uh the London Carol did do, but Jessie Amula uh actually took piano lessons so that she could reasonably accurately mime the piano playing. So Carol plays a lot on stage. It's oh, yeah. kind of, you know, it's a lot like the the Peter Allen mm. role in that sense. They're, ideally you want them to be able to play with the orchestra live, but mostly probably doesn't happen. Yeah. It's so good to watch though. So good. So good. Loved it. Um, a lot of people who saw it. Um, particularly around sort of my mother's age group, which is the original fans of these songs, <laughs> um, really loved it, like went for the music and then really loved it for the story. The yeah. presentation. Yeah. And um, I think even people who didn't grow up with that music particularly would know a lot of these songs. Mm. But and I think I think a lot of these biography musicals suffer from that problem is like you get people going for the music but it, you don't get a lot of the story from like the soundtrack. So if you mm. can't see it on stage and see the story, you don't yeah. fall in love with it the way that you do with something like Hades Town, where mm. the story is told through the songs more explicitly yeah. than something like Carol King has written these songs and we're applying them to ta- tell you about her life. But yeah. without the the bits that connected together, you have no context. So it's just, yeah, the soundtrack Definitely. doesn't sell the musical like the the show does yeah yeah i mean on their own the the songs are standalone hits yeah then you add in the element of the story and the musicality of the show it's just awesome it's Mm. just so good it's that connection of the the book giving the songs more meaning yeah Mm. but context guys yeah context (laughs) woo uh anyway let us move on and talk a little bit more about who uh, has been in the show and then we might uh see if we can put a few people in the show ourselves oh i live for this Hey, Zane, mm. who's played Carol King in the Carol King musical? Jesse Mueller. <sighs> Who else? Queen. Uh, Katie Braben. 
Who else? Abby Mueller. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. She was in the um, first US tour cast as Carol. Correct. They went Related? Sisters? Sisters. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cute story. They Who look else? really similar to It's Scary. Uh, Nana Mizuki. Oh, no way. I don't know that person. Yes, you do. Okay. Also a Yakahira Hara. Sorry, oh, yeah, in the Japanese cast. Again? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, good job. Who else? Uh, Bronte Barbe. Oh, yeah, good personal friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Esther Hannaford. Yes, yeah. I do know her. Queen. <laughs> so good. She was the best thing about King Kong. She was. Mm, you know yeah. what the worst thing about King Kong was? King Kong? The music? No, the King, King Kong itself was great. <laughs> the puppet the, is the, awesome. Particularly that one song when the it all came out one. in Dominatrix gear. <laughs> King Kong, King Kong. That anyway. was not what they were singing. That was pretty much what they were singing. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. No, Whatever. it was all about how you have to be a real woman now and a real woman includes being a dominatrix apparently. What? Yeah. I have oh, been woman. Yeah, you're right. There was a difference on this later when that they memo. came out. Yeah. They were doing the like. We were not CC'd in on that. No. no. I didn't get that. Sorry. <laughs> didn't get that memo. Anyway, uh, let's not talk about that. We're talking and about beautiful. The only other one is the second US tour cast, which is Sarah Brockle. Okay, cool. Yeah. I hope she I think it. she's still currently playing Carol. In On the tour? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And do uh, we know how many of these lovely, talented women played their own piano? We don't. Uh, we don't know how many. We know. I think it was only Katie. Yeah. We know Katie Braben did, mm. notably. So I would I would say that most of them did not. No, okay. Because I think it would be Katie Braben and these other people played their own piano. Esther mimed, but yeah. it was brilliant. I sat in the front row because my crazy friend bought tickets six months beforehand. I was like, yeah, I was sitting in the front row. Um, and we were behind the pianist and there was a camera above the piano that Esther was playing at and how it would work is he would kind of watch the video screen and try and match. What she so, was doing. Yeah, so she wasn't <laughs> following <laughs> the pianist. <laughs> the pianist <laughs> was following her. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was amazing to watch because, like, I I was trying to watch the show on stage but I kept looking at the pianist because he's watching the video of her fingers. I'm like, oh, that is so cool. So she could play the music without having to hit the right notes. Yeah, absolutely. Essentially. Oh, she was pretty yeah. pretty good. It was, like, 90% matchy-matchy. It was amazing. I wow. mean, I, I guess the, the, the problem with a live music, music yeah. on stage is that, like, you're playing with the rest of the band that you can't see to cue from. So that, that mm. that's my worry would be. But I would think a lot of the I, – I haven't seen the show obviously, but a lot of the the beginnings of these songs that start with her – Are just the piano. Are just her mm. with the piano. And then the conductor and then everything was sitting else next to the pianist in. and he'd kind yeah. of I did a sh- I did a show where the, the person, the lead, played piano on stage. The Boy From Oz? Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty impressive. That's very like exciting. They just they worked it out, and he was, uh, um, sorry, Brad Rush is a pianist, and that helps an amazing pianist. So, and it's not that they're like learning the full first keys part. No, they're they're doing. He's a bit of it. Pieces. Continue first keys. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. hop up and sing. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, as I good. could do that. No, I couldn't. I, <laughs> I, I like to sometimes piano. think if I could do that. I'm like, I can piano a little bit, but like, how much could I really piano? I I can't even fake no piano. I can't even like convincingly fake piano when you can't see my hands on the keys. Like if you're looking, <laughs> I would forget over to move the, my hands. The back of the yeah. piano. It, it's that whole thing about getting your, your body weight in the I, right place that it looks like you're. Playing. I was chosen in Boy From Oz to play the female uh, repertoire chiggy. Because I could fake play piano. Oh, good oh, lord. The repetiteur. The that's what I meant. The yeah. repetiteur. You, you missed yeah. out a tut. You needed an extra tut in there. Anyway, we've gone off track. Same. Who else has been in the show? Yes. Um, well, I'm, I'm not sure what other uh, roles you're particularly interested in. I'm interested in. in literally all of the roles. So we'll go Jerry, who mm-hmm. was okay. originated by Jake Epstein. Um, and then Alan Morrissey on West End. Uh, then I, we'll go to straight to the Australian cast, which was Josh Peterman or Peterman. Yeah, he was good. He was delightful. But uh, I hated him because he was scary. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cynthia Weil was Anika Larson on Broadway, uh, Lorna Want on West End, and then in Australia, Amy La Palma, uh, Barry Mann, Jared, Jared Spector on Broadway, Ian McIntosh. On West End and uh, Matt Verivis in Australia. He was amazing. Mm? So good. He won the Helpman. Mm. Good. Yeah. I'm glad. <laughs> Award winning. Congratulations, yes. Matt Verivis. Congratulations, Matt. Um, like, honestly, like, do you want me to go down to no. Righteous no. Brother I think we're done. Nick? Uh, yes. Yes, please. <laughs> I specifically just Nick the Righteous Brother. Nick, well, it's Righteous Brother. Oh, God. Slash. Nick. Also, Nick wasn't one of the Righteous Brothers. Well, then I'm not interested. So the Righteous Brothers, (laughs) I don't think they played a specific Righteous Brother. They were just part of the act that was called the Righteous Brothers. Okay. And Nick, Josh Davis on Broadway. Yeah, good. (sighs) Thanks, Josh. Yeah. Thanks for playing. (laughs) But but really, there is only one role in this that's, like, essential. Like, Like, we spoke about Sweet Charity last week. And that's you. You have other roles in that, but like Carol King is this musical. Mm. Um, everything in it is Carol King. So it's um it's interesting to look at the women who have played the role too. They don't all look alike. They don't all look like Carol King. It's amazing what wigs can do. Hey, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So how much of their performances really do you think are mimic? and research and how much of them mm. are themselves. I'm That's asking something that, an open question. Yeah, oh, I don't, I don't sorry. Think I, I know that they're different because you see um, promotional clips and, and yeah, YouTube yeah. clips of the different actresses um, performing as Carol and they are quite distinct. Yeah. Um, but I don't know enough about Carol King as a person to really know what she is like. Well, she did perform uh, with the cast. She played, what did she play? You've Got a Friend. Mm. Um, it must have been on Broadway. Yeah, April 2014 mm. I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it would have been interesting to see her together with Jesse Mueller. Like did they sing together? Oh, that would have been cute. God, you, they did that at the Twins, didn't they? Oh, will YouTube it. <laughs> All right. Is that all right? That, is that you moving on? Do you, do you need anything no, else? No, I don't need anything no? else. All Let's right. move on already. <laughs> Come on, we've got casting to do. <laughs> All 
All right, so who do we want to see as Carol King? I would like to see Carol King. Mm. As Carol King. As Carol King. This is a really hard one because you're saying, who do you want this famous person to be played by another yeah. famous person? Yeah. I I I put this out there. I don't have great suggestions for Dreamcast on this. I don't either. It'd be interesting though, like, because the very start of the show, Carol King is 17. The real Carol King is currently like 75 or 76. They've both got sevens in them. That would be interesting <laughs> to see. <laughs> like the magic of a wig, guys. Magic of a wig and some Hollywood time. Yes. <laughs> Lord in hell. Um, serious But, yeah, because all these characters are real people mm. it's and recent real people, real people who are still alive. alive. Yes. Yeah. Like, yes. It's very difficult to think, oh, you know, I'd love to see whoever play – you know who yeah. you would love to see, though? Who? Zac Efron? As Jerry. <laughs> He's on my list. <gasps> oh, you've got uh, a list. As? Yes. Jerry. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the guest has a list. <laughs> and she's currently being touched by Miranda. I would like to Didn't hear hate your list, Carly. Okay. Well, Carol, I think Jessie Miller is the absolute best choice. She is. She was amazing and the casting director just nailed it. Um Esther Hannaford was incredible as well. You're going to hate me, but I think Sutton Foster would be a very interesting choice. <laughs> very interesting choice. I don't choice. hate you. No, Julie would, doesn't hate Julie you. would. How much tap dancing does Carol King do in the show? Literally none. No, it's like yet actor singer. <laughs> how much of <gasps> yes. How much of beautiful a Carol King story is actually about Sutton Foster? Because that's how it gonna get played. No, <laughs> shush. <laughs> Jokes. I really like Younger, by the way, guys. Oh, one of my favourite choices. it's a great TV yes. show. Um, I think Kelly O'Hara would be a really good choice as well. Yeah, good I can pick. see that. Yeah, I yes. think she'd be very good. Um, my Jerry's of choice were Zac Efron, of course. <laughs> of course. You know, I, I, I'm sitting in this room, so. Um, I think Jeremy Jordan would be really good as well. Yeah. Maybe in like... I think he'd be a good age yeah, now. Oh, I think yeah. he, I, I still think he's a bit young, but yeah, I was thinking maybe five yeah. to five ten years or so. Should be right. Or Aaron Tveit would be good as mm, well. Stop. Yeah, but continue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my mom of choice for Jeannie uh, would be Carolina Connor, just because. Thank you. Yeah, she can like act the heck out of anything, and she's really fun to watch on stage. She is. Ugh. Oh, I want to be a very quick role. I always feel really safe in the room with Carolyn. Yeah. (sighs) Never disappointed. No, never. Absolutely not. That's pretty much, yeah, I didn't really think too deep into it because, I mean, a lot of the ensemble roles like Cynthia and Barry could be played by lots of different people. I I think, Mm. and because you've got like all these famous, like the Shirelles and the Mm. Righteous Brothers and whatever, I think. If they can sing and and hold that style, then see, I think this musical it would be an interesting one to put the cast of any other musical and find their place in this musical. Oh. So if you took like the current cast of Wicked or Hamilton and put them in this one, Hamilton's probably not a good one because of the lack of women. Um, <laughs> but you know, and, True. and True. Peggy kind of will play <laughs> Carol King. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I don't really have any strong choices. For this, um, my well, my only genie would be Audra. So you've but, always got to be. You're just yeah. trying to get on our Zac Efron bandwagon with your Audra. Mc- I've I really literally like, said that. Yes, I really so, like Audra. Mc- yeah. She's the best. Um, um, 
Well, maybe our listeners have got some more ideas. Feel free to throw them at us. You can tweet us at Musicals Teach Me. You can post or PM us on Facebook. Musicals Taught Me Everything I Know. Let us know if you would like a full cast list, including ensemble, if you want to provide like 25 names. Tell us what you think. Then you can email musicals taught me podcast at gmail.com. We're going to give you some more information about how you can find us on the web later. But uh, for now, let's talk top fives. Do we put this beautiful The Carol King musical on top five biopic musicals? Heck yes, we oh, do. Absolutely. Okay, well. Then let's do that. I put it on top ten jukebox musicals. Oh, top we don't five jukebox do musicals. Top I'm sorry, I'm drunk. <laughs> oh, good lord, who invited you? Um, top five true stories. Ooh, like top one. five true crime stories. <laughs> Nobody gets murdered. Miranda's drunk. It's a different <laughs> podcast. <laughs> sorry, top five female leads. It's a really strong. Yeah, all of these are like really good lists, yeah. and like Beautiful's a good show, but like that's going to be a fight. Top, Top five non-fictional female leads. Yes. Okay, now we're getting really specific, but I'm, okay, I'm okay. I'm about it. Top five yeah, know, yeah, Carol true. King musicals. <laughs> <laughs> How specific do you want to go? Lord. Top <laughs> five musicals with a curly wig. <laughs> No, you can't do it. Yeah, Annie Carole takes King. all five Annie. of those. <laughs> Annie's <laughs> the worst, though. So no, it doesn't. Isn't Annie deleted. Uh huh. Um, I, I hope know. so. I think I think one person has deleted Annie. Okay, good. Well, it doesn't count until it's done ten times. <laughs> Surely. Come on, people. Yeah, just getting there. Uh, I I, um, I, w- I would say top five Jesse Mueller performances. Ooh yeah. Because I really enjoy her as Carol. Me too. She's also a very good Jenna Hunterson. So it's top five. It's five. You got yeah, top true, five. True, true. You got five places true, true. to play with. Okay, fine. It doesn't need to be top one, but I really enjoy Jesse Mueller as Carol. Yeah, and she did win the Tony for it. So yes, yeah. she did. Okay, you They're can have that. I'm, yeah. I'm vindicated. She's amazing. Um, Julie, would you like to put the 1650 Broadway medley on your top five pop song medleys in a musical? No. <laughs> That is that That's is very specific. specific. I can't think of another one. But yes. I'm sure I'm sure there's one in There'd be one in Jersey Boys. Jersey Boys. There we'll find be. out <laughs> shortly. When we do Jersey Boys, keep your eye out or ear out for the Jersey Boys episode coming your way soon. Yoo-hoo. Anything else? Uh, top fives, top fives, top nah. fives. Nah, I'm out. Nice. Top five. Actor playing an instrument on the stage, maybe. Ooh. Maybe. Yep, sure. Top Give five terrible husbands. Oh, <laughs> Oh, the worst. Top five cheating poop heads. I think yeah, there's a I think lot there are worse. more terrible husbands, though. Carousel, anyone? Oh, okay. Wild yeah. Party. Oliver. Oh. <laughs> They're not married. They will be. Les Mis. Sweeney Todd. Also not married. Wow, we Sweeney Todd married. is married and he is not nice to his wife. He does kill he her. He does kill her a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That's what yeah. he didn't know. He doesn't know it's his wife. Yeah, but still. So he's not a bad husband. He didn't bother to check. <laughs> he's a husband. He's okay. bad. He kills his wife. Okay, just I think <laughs> we've gone off topic. I'm just. I think he's top of the list. Back. Maybe Jerry's five. What I'm going to say is Jerry's not a great guy. 
but I don't think he's top five <gasps> bad guys. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there. And on that note, let us move on to the lessons we've learned from beautiful. So what lessons have we learned from Beautiful, the Carol King musical? The obvious. We learned about the life of Carol yes. King. Yeah. Um, and I'm Cynthia. <laughs> Barry and Jerry. Barry and I think Jerry. it is also illuminating apparently to a lot of people as to the prolif- How much she did right. Yeah, the how proliferation of mm. her music. And how many hits she wrote mm. for other people. I hear the yeah. music and go, oh, I had no oh idea she wrote that. Yeah. Oh, that sounds Absolutely. amazing. Yeah. Just from now on, assume she's written everything if it's good. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, look, fair call. Fair call. I'd agree that. Like, I mean, um, we got to get out of this place. I had no idea that she wrote that. So good it's song. such a, good a broad range of styles, really, mm. like within a genre. But Oh, he didn't. No, she didn't write that song. No, Lots Barry, of, and, Barry, Barry and did. Cynthia did. Um, Redacted. <laughs> we'll take it back. Uh, it'll be fine. She also didn't write all the songs in the 1650 Broadway medley. Just didn't write them. any of them. Mm. But it's still a really good medley. Yeah. No. I'm just, anyway. <laughs> it's why it's my favorite song. I <sighs> think. I think this this musical really kind of signified the. I don't want to say worthiness, but like the the possibility that a biographical musical can be have artistic merit because mm. we have had a lot of them through the years but this one like really hit and we've had a lot more come on after it there there's almost every year there's a new musician having a biographical musical made out of like the share show like the share show share share which hopefully we'll talk about at some point. The in Gloria Estefan the musical. When Cher comes to talk about it with us. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> Standing invitation. We cannot afford Cher. I'm not saying we're paying <laughs> her. Just the She'll, wig budget um, alone. She will just love our show so much. She will want to be part of it. Ah, yeah. So she'll donate the wigs. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. She doesn't need wigs. I'm so confused. We do. Okay. All right. Let's move on. What else have we learned? Pick yourself up after a terrible terrible breakup write a song about it yeah get men your feelings trash. out on paper well not all men but mm, hashtag not all men yeah <laughs> <laughs> because let me tell you something about all men <laughs> all men are amazing um, no people are trash some men are trash people people yeah, are trash. you know what in general because like there are there is that dynamic between Cynthia and Barry and they, yeah. they fight, yeah. fight and fight. And people, it's not just men. Some people are trash and that's the way it is. <laughs> I learned that You've Got a Friend is a different song to You've Got a Friend in Me. <laughs> I learned that Yay. some songs have similar titles to other songs. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> a lot of people learned that the locomotion wasn't sung by Kylie Minogue. Yes. Hmm. Well done, everyone. It wasn't written by Kylie Minogue anyway. Uh, I mean, she could try, but mm, <laughs> no. <laughs> Anything else? I'm, I'm so I think it's show. fairly obvious. Like, here's the story of Carol King. That's what you learn. Yeah, it isn't strong on, like, morals. It's really just telling her story mm. and kind of. It's a biography. Yeah. But it doesn't Very have to honest be because too. it is entertaining. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well, the music is great and she's a very likable person. So I, I I think that that is 
Why, why are you looking at me like that? I'm for? not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, while Julie makes more fun faces, uh, why don't we wrap this up? Yes. So thank you very much to Carly Skelton. Thanks for having me. Thanks for bringing us beautiful. It was fun to talk about. Oh, it's fun we to be enjoy here. It. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely a fun one to listen to. Yes. Yeah. I did oh, enjoy yeah. that. I'm listen to it on the car on the way home. Yeah. Mm. Good choice. Good choice. Good choice. Hype need- yourself up before bed. <laughs> <laughs> because it's not one of the things that I'm like, I'm going to go listen to mu- to, to Beautiful today. I've listened to like- work. I have put it on at work. Well, of course. The dogs love it. They do. Spotify now knows that I like to listen to it, so it'll just bring it up automatically now, which is great. I did. I, I was at first listening to on Spotify, and I don't have Spotify Premium. I really should get it. Um, How do you do this show without having Spotify Premium? (laughs) Well, when I select a show and I hit play on my phone device, I only have the option of shuffle play. So it will play a couple of songs from the show and then it will give me other things that are similar. And some of the choices that Spotify <laughs> thinks are similar to Carol King's Beautiful. Questionable. I qu- but yeah, mm-hmm. very questionable. <laughs> Agreed. I have more questions for you, Miranda. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening to us right now on Spotify, thank you. Thanks, guys. Um, Cheers, Rate and girls. review. Share with your friends. Just put one of them linky loos on the Facebook. Facebook or your own personal social media. Thanks, Grandma. Um, yeah. <laughs> on the, online. Online. On the web. The interwebs. Uh, you can find us at our home on the net. That's not canonproductions.com along with all of our other associated network podcasts. Um, I gave you all the details before of our socials. Uh, here they are again really quickly. Facebook.com, Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, Twitter at Musicals Teach Me, email us at Musicals Tell Me Podcast at gmail.com. I have turned into a robot. Thank you for listening. Oh if goodness. you would like to throw us a few dollars a month for some extra episodes of fun stuff, more top fives, random things all the time, patreon.com slash musicals taught me everything I know. Um, We really appreciate your support so we can keep bringing you more episodes and more fun stuff. So thank you for being a listener. Thank you for being a patron. Thank you for being a lover of musicals. Thank you, Carly, for coming. Thank you for having me. Thank Do you, you have Julie. anything you want to plug? Oh, does no. she? Do you? Do you? Uh, yeah. I've, this will come I've, out late January. Um, in... I'm in Next to Normal at Brisbane Arts Theatre. Oh, so you were going to say Beautiful, the Carol King. No. Oh, I wish. <laughs> No, I could not sing like that, but that's fine. Um, if you do want to see me sing and act on stage, I'm in next to normal Brisbane Arts Theatre. We open on the 23rd of February. Um, come down and see it. It's going to be amazing. Yay. That is another great fun show full of Carol King songs. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I would say neither of those things are correct. Next to Normal is not terribly a fun show. (laughs) It's educational, that's for sure. It is a great show. Why are we doing an episode on Next to Normal sometime in the future? In this year we do have someone uh, booked in for Next to Normal. Booked in, so look out for that one. I will listen to that. Uh, Thank you to my co-hosts at the table today. Julie Eisentrager. Zancy Weber. Uh, My name is Miranda Selwood. Thank you for listening. We love musicals and we love you. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.